We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Vince, are you ready for some rapid fire? Why not? Why not? Let's do this. I mean, Let's we're going to kind of we're going to kind of jump back into the uh, wide receiver talk because I know some people have jumped in and I saw some people asking about Braylon James. So let's just start with that. As of today, <laughs> only one new wide receiver from Notre Dame has entered the portal. His name is Braylon James, uh, but Notre Dame, of course, has also already lost Tobias Mer- Merriweather and Chris Tyree this week. So how do you feel with this new news about the current state of Notre Dame's wide receivers room? I was genuinely upset about the fact that Braylon James jumped into the portal. I I, I thought that he was going to stick around. I thought that they had done their their job and 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 convincing him to to stick around. I was really hopeful that that was going to be the case. So that one that one hit me. I was like, oh, really? Like that that one hit me. I was I was not happy about that. And uh, so the overall state of the room, they're going to be fine. They had nine scholarship receivers this year. They got nine going into next year, and they're probably going to hit the portal for somebody. And so the ideal number for me in the wide receiver room is ten. If they get to ten, I'll be happy. There's still a lot of talent in that room, Sean. There's a lot of talent in that wide. No, there receiver. is. I mean, as of right now, and I haven't even seen our our you know our old friend Salty in there. As of right now, Jaden Greathouse. Still in that room. That's good news. Correct. As of now, even though everyone keeps wanting to say Rico Flores is gone, he's still in that room. That's good news. You got K.K. Smith in that room. You got Jordan Faison in that room. That's good. Like we saw just some inklings of what he can do. And we're told that Deion Colsey and Jaden Thomas are both expected back. And then you got the three freshmen, Williams, Gilbert, and Soldata coming in. And, you know, they're also actually, interestingly, going – like the number one lacrosse recruit in the nation is going to do the Jordan Faison thing again next yeah. year, Matthew Jeffrey, and he's going to do what Faison did and play football yeah. as well. What happens with him? I guess we'll find out. But a listener, Jay, tweeted this. I think it was yesterday. I thought it was really interesting. If you add the receiving yards from the last two seasons, 2022 and 2023, do you know who Notre Dame's leading receiver from those two seasons is the last two years? I want to say 
Jaden Thomas, but there was a long time where he was out in 23. Okay, so actually, not, him. not wide receiver, just oh. receiver. He's playing for the Las Vegas My, Raiders. Say, it's Michael Let's put Mayer. it that way. There the you receiving okay. yards from the last two seasons combined, Michael Mayer, 809. Number two on the list, Chris Tyree was 622. Number three, Jaden Thomas. So that's good news. Number four, Mitchell Evans. So that's good news. Number five, Rico Flores. We obviously hope that's good news. Lorenzo Styles, number six, with 340 yards. Then it goes Tobias, Audric Estime, <laughs> Jaden Greathouse, Dion Colsey. So I guess, you know, this doesn't necessarily prove anything. But what it does is like Michael Mayer, you know, through all this and all this talent and, you know, like this and, you know, whatever else has happened, Michael Mayer still has the most yards from the last two years. And I think it kind of goes back to what someone was saying off the top. You know, you've lost some guys, you've lost some guys with some talent, but it's not like they, you know, they went out there and they lit the world on fire when they had opportunities this year, you know? So like, that receiver room is just in such a bad place right now. I sure. hope they get it all straightened out, but there is so much talent there waiting to break out. So it yeah. is, it's really concerning what has happened when you lose the kind of talent that you know that they had in that room just to see it walk away. But there is still room for, for some of these guys to step up. And when you do have a, a veteran like Jaden Thomas – like, I, I think that, you know, like, that's a guy who can still really be a leader for this room going forward. And I think that absolutely. that's a good sign. Nope, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm worried about the room from a mental standpoint, not necessarily yeah. from an on-the-field standpoint. I Look, I, I would have loved for Tobias and Tyree and Braylon to stick around. I think they're all three super talented wide receivers and would have helped Notre Dame next year. There's no doubt about it. I'm bummed about it. But right now, it's it's repairing the mental side of things in that room. Not really worried about the physical attributes. They're, they're more worried about, you know, the mental side of things. And that's going to take a little bit of time to fix, frankly. Yeah. It just is. Jason with the Super Chat said, back up the Brinks truck to Jamarcus Shepard's house to fix this. I mean, I don't know. They might. I mean, they're, look, they're not going to hire a wide receivers coach until after the bowl game. So, you know, no, no – credible wide receivers coach is going to leave his team while they're in bowl prep. Yeah. That, that's just not going to happen. Not to be, not to go become another wide receivers coach. No, someplace. no, not a chance. Not a chance. Yeah. Domer pile says not seeing Braylon on the field this year was ridiculous. Look, you know, again, like there was just, there's just so much that was going on in that receiver room, just based on, what we know, but we don't know the complete extent of like, you know, who was, you know, who was the favorite, who was on the outside, you know, we kind of have an idea of who some of the favorites were and who the guys were that were on the outs. But at the same, like, there's just, there was just so much going on. I just like, they needed to start over and that's what they decided to do. They're trying to do as much damage control as possible they obviously got rid of Chancey Stuckey. So no matter what happens, I guarantee you this, the state of that room is going to be in a lot different place by the oh, time yeah. this spring rolls around and they do have somebody else in charge of that room. Right. Nope. Absolutely correct. And it's going to be 
Everybody just needs to pray for January 2nd to get here. All right, that's what needs to happen. And then after that, you need to pray to get through the spring version of the portal as well. And then you can kind of take a breath and you can kind of relax. Because right now, anything can happen. Literally anything can happen. I At, at this point, Sean, I wouldn't be surprised if anybody left. Like any name that comes up that says, I'm entering the transfer portal. I'd be like, wow, okay, all right. I Something to talk about in the show, I guess. Like, yeah, it... it it would not surprise me. It just wouldn't with this day and age and the way things are going. We don't know how these kids are feeling behind closed doors. We have no idea, right? We have sources and we talk to parents and we talk to, you know, whatever, but like, we have no idea what these kids are going through. There could be a kid that started all season that wasn't happy off the field. Yeah. And maybe he enters the portal. I don't know. So at this point, man, nothing's going to surprise me. No, nothing at all. Nothing at all. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The regular season is over, but that doesn't mean shopping for tickets has come to an end. Notre Dame still has a big bowl game coming up. It's also holiday season, which means plenty of amazing concerts and shows. And you'll need tickets, especially if you're a last-minute shopper like me. And if you are in need of tickets, Game Time is the place to go. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest-growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. That's GameTime.co. Fill in the blank. This week has been blank, Vince. 
ridiculous. This this week has been ridiculous for for many reasons. Uh, you know, I assume you're talking Notre Dame wise, and so yes. I'll stick with that. Um, but no, I you know the guys that have entered the portal, I would have not come up with most of their names to be perfectly honest with you. And the fact that they they fired their wide receiver coach that was off my radar. I, I didn't know. I know Brian was dropping hints and things like that. I guess throughout, but that was off my radar because I don't have those sources and I don't you know hear a lot of the stuff that's going on unless Brian tells me what he's hearing and that was certainly not the case so you got a fire position coach and now you've got mass exit not mass you've got exodus from the wide receiver room and elsewhere right Mm -hmm. and I honestly didn't realize until I looked at the numbers of the scholarship chart of how many scholarship guys that they actually have to make peace with and have them leave in order to get them out. to where they need to be. Right. I mean, they over recruited on purpose. And that tells you right there what their plan is. They want to build this team through recruiting. They don't want to have to build this team through the transfer portal. They'll plug holes if there happens to be some, but they want to build this team through recruiting. So they over recruited the 24 class. Those kids are all coming. And so some guys have to say goodbye. It's going to be interesting to see how they get down to 85. Yeah. This week has just been nuts. And again, I think it has been in in terms of the kind of guys we have seen leave via the transfer portal. It's been the worst week that Notre Dame has ever had. And because again, typically when this has happened, it's been like the third or fourth string defensive lineman or, you know, linebacker, whoever it happens to be. It's just been guys much lower on the depth chart for the most part. You know, sure. there have been some, you know some exceptions here and there. Like when Phil Jerkovic left, that obviously was was a pretty good ripple because of all the expectation that everyone had of Phil Jerkovic. But for the most part, we've just never seen anything like this. And to have guys, you know, a big-time guy like Chris Tyree, who I said earlier this week, I fully expect Chris Tyree is going to be on an NFL roster in five Mm -hmm. years. I completely believe that because of the skill set that he has, the speed that, you know, everything else that he has, all the intangibles that he has. I think Chris Tyree is going to be a player. Now, some of these other guys, there's still questions about because they still have a lot more to prove than even Chris Tyree has to prove. But this it's it's been a tough week. There's no way around it. When you look at the exodus from one room and the fact that they had to fire a position coach with a bowl game that they're still trying to prepare for. And they just started practice as well. And a guy who was a good recruiter, you know, like everything else, like the guy proved that he could recruit. Now, as we very well know, there there's, you know, the recruiting side of the job, there's the coaching side of the job, and there's the relationship side of the job. And the, 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 the way the coaching and the relationship stuff kind of intertwined once they got there, that's where you got to the mess that you have right now in that wide receiver room. And I saw Domer Pyle say, Deland has his guys under control. Completely different atmosphere. Completely different set of circumstances that you have in the the running back room compared to what was going on in that receiver room. 100%. But don't be surprised if somebody leaves. (laughs) And I don't know anything. (laughs) I don't know anything. But here's what I do know. There is so much talent in that running back room. Right now, there's going to be seven scholarship running backs for 24. There's not enough football to go around, guys. Somebody's going to leave. I don't know who it's going to be. That That's my guess. Somebody's going to leave. 
I, I don't know how you can hold on to seven scholarship running backs. I mean, at some point, at some point, you know what I mean? Leave. I, yeah. I just, I, I'm not saying it's who it is. Cause I don't know. And there's certain guys that I don't want it to be obviously, but like how many teams have seven scholarship running backs? Not many, if any. I've got to, I've got to look for something here real quick. I'm going to ask you this question that I'm going to look okay. for something. Fill in the blank. The idea of Notre Dame and Riley Leonard against Mike Elko and Texas A&M and College Station to open next season is blank. Scintillating for us media types because that is a storyline that we would be able to talk about all offseason. All offseason. Number one, we all know Mike Elko because he was at Notre Dame and We've all been following his career when he went to AM and then to Duke and now back to AM. So that's a storyline all by itself. So you got coaches, you know, doing their thing. And then you got Riley Leonard who just played for him. I mean, gosh, the storylines are endless. And uh, I like it. I think it's fun. Now, I was apprehensive about going to College Station as the first game when Jimbo was the coach. <laughs> right. I was super excited when i thought stoops was going to get the job i was like piece of cake and then elko got the job i was like "Ooh, this is going to be a lot harder than i thought it was going to be and then you just throw in the potential that riley leonard is the starting quarterback like okay this will be this will be juicy there's no doubt about it look i think mike elko did a great job at duke because it's duke football and it's obviously a very tough place to play I said coming into this season that so much of their success from last season was predicated on the fact that they were at the top of the nation in turnover margin. And I said it would be hard to duplicate. They didn't duplicate it this year. Now, they still went 7-5, and five, which I guess, you know, for Duke is, is good. But they were like 93rd, 94th in the nation in turnovers mm -hmm. gained this year. Yeah. So it proved to be hard to duplicate. So, like, I think Mike Yoko is a really good coach. He gets Texas A&M. They get him. They've got a good deal worked out. So, But he's not so great a coach that I think that it's like, oh, now he's at Texas A&M and he's going to be insurmountable. Like they can't get past him. I I, I think that it, it, it sets up for a really fun potential opening to the season when like what was everybody worried about three weeks ago when we were talking about going to College Station? They were worried about, oh, you can't go in there without an experienced quarterback and everything else. Well, right. if you end up with Riley Leonard, you've got and a heck got of an one. experienced quarterback and you've got the extra storyline that he's going up against his former head coach. They're both from Duke and all that kind of stuff. And you've got Notre Dame and everything else. So I think it sets itself up to be a really fun opening to the season if that indeed does pan out and Riley Leonard does end up here at Notre Dame. Yep, I completely agree. You'll definitely have your uh, – you'll definitely have your uh, – um, experienced quarterback if that's him yeah. i mean yeah an experience with the coach that you're going up against which you could obviously you know make the argument that he knows about riley leonard and riley leonard knows about his defense you know all of those different things right it'll be fun i, I it'll be fun regardless sloppy joe with his super chat he's just he's, he's just not going to be happy he says if and when leonard struggles do you think some notre dame fans will actually blame him or will they continue blaming everyone within five yards of the sideline i mean they're going to blame literally everyone including the quarterback <laughs> because that is what we have here everyone will get a blame there's no I mean, doubt about the that. quarterback is always going to get the blame of course right? 
And then the offensive coordinator will need to be fired and the quarterback coach will need to be fired and the head coach needs to be fired. It's year three. He hasn't won a national championship. Get him out the door. You know, it'll it'll be, but it's great, man. The fans of Notre Dame are fanatics for a reason. And that's why we are gainfully employed, Sean. And I'm I'm here for it. It's very great. true. It's very true. So I thought that this next one, this was kind of like foreshadowing of what was to come this this week, especially like if you look at it from a Notre Dame perspective. But after North Carolina State's last game last weekend when they beat North Carolina, Dave Doran, their head coach, said he wants 5,000 fans to donate $1,000 each so they can recruit, retain, and develop their roster. He said this week that this current week that we're in with players heading to the transfer portal is maybe the worst week in college football. So what have you what do you think of Doran's comments? I think that he, you know, whatever he uses to muzzle himself and not say the things that are on his mind wasn't working. <laughs> and he right. said what was on his mind. And he's not wrong. Right, Sean? I mean, he's not wrong. We're 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 looking at a, a day and age where you do need to keep these kids happy. And a lot of times that's with financial means. I mean, Look at the uh, the kid who just who uh, just flipped his commitment from Ohio State to Miami, the the defensive tackle. Yeah, and they had the graphic. Did you see the graphic of him in his Miami gear with the money in there? Freaking yeah, cash all over the place. Like, the, right? We're not even hiding it anymore. Like it was fun back in the day when it would be in the McDonald's bag or in the duffel bag. It is on the it is on the uh, the commitment art now. Like, what are we? What are we doing? College football is not what college football used to be. It sucks. I don't like it, but we're all college football fans. And he is right. He needs money to retain his guys so they don't jump in the portal. Well, and that's, you know, because what he's talking about is we need the NI, you know, that they need the the money for NIL and all that. It's like, (laughs) have a bake sale or something or, you know, like... Like, I mean, yeah. don't just ask people to give a thousand dollars, like at least right. do like a thousand dollar a plate, you know, dinner or something, you know, like right. set something up, you know, like right. give them something in return, at least for, for doing it. But he's absolutely right. And, you know, like, look, a place like NC State, not that much different than a place like Wake Forest or Duke when it comes to college football. And you're, you, you basically, you become the best player at one of those places if you're not quite ready. For the NFL, then you make your jump and someone's going to pay him the money to get him. That's that's exactly what it is. And, you know, he's right. Like, I, I, I haven't paid much attention this week to what's happened with NC State in terms of their players entering the portal because things have blown up here from the Notre Dame perspective. But he's absolutely not wrong. It is just the 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 portal has just gotten so out of whack so quickly oh, and, and again like this is the first time that i think that you know like it really from a notre dame perspective really smacks you you know just because of the way things have gone here this week with the kind of guys who have entered the portal that we're not used to seeing enter the portal like this so it really yeah. puts it into a different perspective from this side i think it just the, the whole thing stinks i mean you know nil was meant for players not to get taken advantage of anymore and allow them to, to make endorsement deals and things like that. And, you know, say what you want to about Notre Dame, but they are doing it the right way. When when they brought in Sam Hartman, when they're making a pitch to Riley Leonard, they're saying, here are the deals 
that we can get for you. They're not signing over blank checks. Right. And again, kids. it's easier, even though, again, you know, we don't hear about it until after the fact, until right. after Sam Hartman signs with, you know, whatever dollar shaving club. I don't think it was the dollar shaving club, but, you know, whatever razors. Right, right, right. You know, like the Under Armour and the Beats and all those different well, kinds yeah, of things. Right, 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 it's right. much easier and much more lucrative for any of those brands to be involved with Notre Dame sure. and pay a Notre Dame player than it is NC State or Duke football. Absolutely. You know, Duke basketball is a different story, but from a football perspective, it is just much easier to be Notre Dame and, and be involved with those kind of corporate brands and things like that than it is, yep. you know, for those kind of places that and they're leaving. That's why Notre Dame has an advantage, right? I mean, and we've said it when they when they started NIL, Notre Dame has a decided advantage in this because Notre Dame's brand is nationwide. It's worldwide. People know Notre Dame. They, they've got that already. Now they can bring in all of these partners and present these deals to these kids and do NIL the right way. And they are. There's lots of money floating around the goo. I can promise you that with these kids. There's a ton of money. And so people say that going to Notre Dame, they're not going to get NIL money. You're not going to get it as an 18-year-old kid. You're not going to get a blank check. And that'll never happen at Notre Dame. And if you want to be a Notre Dame fan, you got to come to peace with that. But if you make a name for yourself, you're going to make money. You're going to make your NIL money at Notre Dame. You just have to actually produce, unlike these young kids who are getting the deals before they even step foot on a college campus. And then when they don't get the playing time they want right away, they bail. Right. With your money, by the way. That's right. That's exactly right. Fill in the blank. Bobby Petrino returning to Arkansas as offensive coordinator is blank. Ridiculous. <laughs> I was shocked when I read that, that that was actually occurring. I, I, why? Just why? You, you ran him out. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't they run him out because of like he was having an affair and this whole thing? What Was that him? He he wrecked the motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. With, with uh, yeah, the girlfriend. He was having an affair. He wrecked the motorcycle, and you remember he had the neck brace, and his face was all skanked yes. up, and like the whole. That's how he left Arkansas, and now, like ten years later, here he comes again, and it's just like right back in the door. It's just insane. That like I never would have thought that Bobby Petrino would step foot on the campus. I guess, <laughs> Just you know, why? he coached at Texas A&M, so I suppose there was going to be some opportunity, you know, like that he was going to have to. But, like, as a member of an Arkansas staff, I never would have thought that no. that would have happened again. Just and insane that yeah. here we are and he's going yeah. right back. And you're going back to be an assistant at a place where you were the head coach. Like, that's right. weird, too. That's just – that's strange to me. I mean – you were a head coach at a high school. I was a head coach at a high school. Would you ever go back to that high school and be an assistant? Like, that's weird. I wouldn't do Doubt it. Doubt no. it. Like, it happens know. in the NFL from time to time. Yeah, I guess because, that's true. You know. But do, but rarely do those guys go back to the team that they were a head coach of. They go back and be an assistant coach. You know, like uh, the guy that was in, that was an offensive coordinator for the Chiefs came over and was a head coach for the Bears. Now he's back to being head right. coach or, you know, offensive coordinator for the Chiefs. That kind of stuff happens all the time. Right. They don't necessarily go back to the team they were head no. coach of. Like that's not where you were. Yeah. And especially weird with these kind of with those kind of circumstances. Right. It's just 
I I I could not imagine. I could, but you know, Bobby Petrino has kind of shown in the past that he obviously doesn't have much of a conscience. So I don't. It obviously doesn't matter to him the way it would matter, I think, to the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. So. I guess, <laughs> man. Whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. This episode of the Irish Breakdown Podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. We're in the midst of the holiday season, which can bring joy to our lives, but can also bring seasonal blues. This time of the year can be a lot, and it's natural to feel some sadness or anxiety, but it doesn't have to stay that way. Adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings. Therapy can be a bright spot in a time of stress or a time of change. It gives you something to look forward to, to make you feel grounded, and to give you the tools to manage everything going on. It's important to learn positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. There are ways to make sure you have the tools to be the best version of yourself. And that's not something that's only for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Irish today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com, H-E-L-P.com slash Irish. It's conference championship weekend. Is there any part of you, Vince, that wishes Notre Dame was playing this weekend? When I first read this question, the answer was no. There was no part of me that wants Notre Dame to play this weekend because I just want to sit back and enjoy football without being stressed out. So there was no part of me. Now... I wouldn't mind having a game to take everybody's mind off of everything else that's going on. Maybe this stuff wouldn't be going on right well, that, now if there was a game to play. Not till next week. Like, yeah, not, just not delay till, it. That's yeah. true. Just delay it a week is all it would do. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so but the reality is, no, I don't want them playing this week because I want to just watch football. Now, in the past, the outcomes of a lot of these games affected Notre Dame and so I still was stressed out, even though Notre Dame wasn't playing. Notre Dame has no dog in the fight as far as all of these conference championships are going, or you know, you know, have anything to do with it. So no, I, I, I'm good. I'm, I'm very, very good. I am too. Just you know, I, I like the fact that we can watch some other games, high caliber football, 
Notre Dame's regular season is over. We wait until Sunday and we find out where they're going. I I love it because as John Christophic says, Notre Dame's an independent. There's yeah. no reason for them to be playing. And I I never weekend. want them to not be independent. Yeah. Like that's yeah. my stance. And so I don't ever want them playing on this weekend. Yeah. Ever. ever. This is their free pass. They get to sit back, be yep. spectators. Exactly. And, you know, as you also said, maybe everyone, you know, we kind of get to take our minds off all this other crap that's going on Absolutely. right now. Just watch some 100%. football, wait for things, hopefully to get through the weekend, things boil over, and then you turn a page, head into next week with, uh, yep. you know, just a different set of circumstances, hopefully. Hopefully. Yes, absolutely. And there should they should be good games. Like I don't think yeah, 10 games for the most be great, part. For the, but most the rest part. of them should all be pretty good, I would think. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Okay, so here, here you got you got Pac 12, Oregon, Washington. That's Friday night. Big 12, you got Texas against Oklahoma State, SEC, Georgia against Alabama, Big Ten, Michigan against Iowa, ACC, Louisville against Florida State. Which are you most and least interested in? I'm least interested in the Michigan. Ohio or Iowa game unless it was winning. Not even going to be a game. I'm glad it's on late. I don't even have to worry about that. If they're winning, I'll tune in. Like I will, I will tune in probably only to be disappointed. Yeah. (laughs) But you'll watch until it's three, nothing Iowa. And then you'll change the channel once it's 52 to three. I could care less about that game to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. I'm actually really happy that Oregon Washington is a game all by itself on Friday night. Like I, I, I dig that. Problem is I'll be at a high school basketball game, but I'll I'll be I'll watch probably the second half, so probably the good stuff. Um, so I'm happy that game's by itself because that's the game I probably want to watch the most. And then second most would be Georgia Alabama because um, I think you know it's going to be very interesting to see what happens in that game because obviously if Georgia wins, they're in, and Alabama's out. But if Alabama wins, now you've got controversy on your hands, right? And so that'll be kind of some fun talking points and. And all of that. So that would be my order. I would say Oregon, Washington is number one. Georgia, Alabama would be two. And Michigan, Iowa is all the way on the bottom. I'm with you. I'm somewhat interested in that Louisville, Florida State. I wish it wasn't, you know, like eight o'clock Saturday night. I like the eight o'clock, you know, like the Friday night Pac-12 game a lot more. I like like the night games kind of going into the weekend on the Friday, you know, when they do it that way. It's it's because, again, it's like. If if you know we we're so used to following Notre Dame that Friday is is a day that they're never going to play, so it's just a little different. You know, you've got you know a little little different energy, a little different downtime. But that Oregon Washington, I think that's one of the ones that everyone is really intrigued by, and the fact that Oregon is minus nine and a half in that game after Washington won the first me. one. I know. I would take nine and Washington a half is a lot. Points. I would take Washington and the points on that one if yeah. I'm making a bet. I like the points. I've got Oregon winning that game. I don't know if we've actually published all our picks yet, but I've got Oregon winning. I have not game. even written mine, so well, there you go. <laughs> haven't made them. Then, haven't made them yet. And if they've been published, Texas minus 14 and a half. I like them, uh, you know, giving that 14 and a half against Oklahoma State. Georgia five and a half. I don't know about five and a half against yeah. Alabama. I do like Georgia winning. Here's the here's the crazy one. Michigan minus 21 and a half against Iowa, and the over-under is only 34 and a half points. So you've got Michigan favored by more than three touchdowns, and the over-under is only 34 and a half They're going to have to do all the legwork, man, on that. There's no doubt about it. I know. No doubt. So who's making the playoff when it's all said and done? Oh, my gosh. I 
I like what Mike says. I've got Georgia in. I've got Oregon in. I've got Florida State in. I've got Michigan in. That's going to be my four. So, wait, say your four again. Oregon, Michigan, Florida State, Georgia. Okay, so you're saying Georgia's going to win the SEC championship. Yes. So, therefore, Alabama's not even a conversation piece anymore. I I mean, I, I like that as well. I think Georgia has the upper hand there as well. Um, you know, if Oregon wins, then I, then they're going to be in. If Florida State wins, I think they should be in. You know, they're going to be there's going to be an argument, obviously, you know, because they don't have their quarterback. But I think that's a bunk argument. I don't like that argument because they're still undefeated. They're a conference champion. They win, they're in. They it's just a matter in. of what their seed is going to be. They belong but in. They're in. So yeah. now if they lose, they're out. Obviously, if they lose, they're out. 12 and one is not going to get you in, especially with their quarterback situation. So they're out. Um, let's see. So I'm probably in the same vein as you, right? So Oregon, I mean, yeah, Oregon, Alabama. You know what? I'm going to go Washington, uh, Georgia, Florida State, and Michigan. Those are my four. Not in okay. that order, but those are my four. All right. Let's wrap it up with this. We'll come back around to the wide receivers, Braylon James. And we've been sitting here for over an hour and a half doing this show so far. And none of the other aforementioned speculated guys Correct. have entered the portal since we have started this show. And again, three, three wide receivers have entered the portal. Right. Chris Tyree, Tobias Merriweather, Braylon James. That's it. And Domer Pyle asks, how can Stucky be the problem when they're jumping ship without him? Well, <clears throat> because I gave my response earlier, so I'll let you. Yeah, I mean, basically, it. the the you know the um, the Spark Notes version of it is that <laughs> the relationships were so harmed, so irrevocably harmed, they couldn't be fixed. Even though Freeman, Parker, every you name it, they threw every coach at these kids trying to get them to stay, and it just didn't work. And you're also playing with the whims of college young young 18, young college 19, kids 20 year old guys and right. like i said there have been people that have jumped in the portal who have told their parents that they're not going to jump into the portal and yet they still did still entered the portal like yeah. so i mean these kids they can do it on a whim and they have been and so trying to explain what's going on between the ears of a young kid like that is borderline impossible and so that's the yes it is stucky's fault now there's blame to go around don't get me wrong there he's still the head coach still the offensive coordinator there there's still blame to go around but the vast majority of the blame goes to the the uh the wide receiver coach it just does yeah and look that 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 room became fractured and toxic and, and like death against each other like right. i mean it was a toxic environment it was a toxic environment right and there does have to be some culpability on the head coach's part as well because again you let this go on for far longer than it needed to go on the room became fractured the room became toxic and you did end up with stucky guys and non-stucky guys and so you know who was in which boat i think is irrelevant to you know guys are leaving now and even though He's gone. There was just so much going on in that room that I think some of these guys decided it was time to go. And, you know, yeah. playing time probably played a part of it for some of them. 
you know, we're only talking about three guys still, you know? Correct. And it, it just, it, it just got to a point where things were so bad in that room that yeah, the guys just decided it was, you know, that, that they had to go. So couldn't, couldn't fix those relationships. They were very, 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 very bad, very bad, like ignoring players and, and, you know, just doing stuff that is unacceptable as a position coach. And that, and it's, and it was bad. And again, I'm not yeah. taking blame off of the head coach. I'm not, he should have probably known more about what was going on. He took, he took, um, uh, control of the situation and did what he had to do. He didn't want to fire anybody or make changes until after the bowl game. And he did. So, I mean, he did take control of the situation too little, too late. Yeah, and I mean, there's an argument there. I think there's a this is this there. has got to be a huge learning curve for yeah, Marcus Freeman. Absolutely. So, like, if if stuff like this is going on, you have to act quickly. And I'm not saying that you have to fire someone right away, you know, like mid season, but you have to take control of this situation and and get it figured out a lot quicker, you know. And agreed. And, oh, I agree. Than, yeah. than when it ended up happening. Right, and I so that's why I want to make it very clear that that Stucky isn't the scapegoat here for the issues. He he's the reason. But there's also blame to go around. That's how I feel. Right. And, and other Completely people might disagree with, with me, and that's totally fine. But there's always, it's never just one person. Yeah. I don't think Stucky was a fall guy, but I do think <clears throat> that he was the root of the problem. And that's yes. why he had to there go. There you go. That's a really good way to put it. There. Yeah. Really good, good way to put it. Yeah. And, and you also have to understand how college football works. You, you can't just fire a guy in the middle of the season unless he's, you know, unless there's something really, really bad going on. And I still think there was bad stuff going on and you could probably make the case. Maybe that should have taken place with what I've heard, but that generally does not happen. You generally don't fire college coaches in the middle of the season. It's just, it's not really a thing. You wait till the end of the season and then you make your changes. So, I mean, it's it, sometimes it's just not, unre- it's just unrealistic. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for tonight. Great stuff. Hopefully Man. we don't have any crazy news coming out tomorrow. <laughs> Keep I'm your big. fingers crossed that like Seriously. all of this is, you know, like the simmer has gone down and we will see. We'll see what happens yeah. tomorrow. No kidding. All right. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the weekend of uh, conference championship football. We'll find yes. out, of course, on Sunday where Notre Dame is going bowling and who Notre Dame is playing. I know Vince is hoping it's LSU, so we'll find out together Sunday. And then we'll talk about it on Monday. Have a great weekend. We will talk to you then on IB Nation Sports Talk.
Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.